It's in your world, man. I'm I'm chilling. Yeah. Yes, sir. Man, don't say that about Bodie, man. You ready to kick it off? No, nah, no diss to Bodie, though, man. But you can tell when Wes got a hand in production, man. This is a West Side beat. Man, I think... I think when you got those type of uh, relationships... Um, yeah, I mean, I think you can make anything happen. And, uh, I mean, that that's definitely a West Side beat. That's what that's what I'm saying, but I mean he did his thing on it though, but it would have it probably would have sounded better coming from West, you know. Shout out to Bodie James, East Side of Detroit. Bodie, 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 hey man, he he. What'd you say about him the other day? You said he was monotone. <laughs> yeah, he monotone, man. He, you know, when he rap, it's just one tone. Raekwon the same way though. You know what I'm saying? This you put Ray you, and, and Boldy in that in that same type of category. I'm saying it's tone though. You know what I'm saying? Like you can tell the difference. Buzz got that energy. You know his shit changed. You know what I'm saying? Fabulous. He sound the same with every flow. You know, but but I guess you know the energy. I mean, they got good energy. I'm not saying they don't, but. You know, when you rap like this and sound like this on every song, you know. Do do you think do you think that like how do you think that goes over uh, like like in a crowd setting? Like when you like rapping on stage. That's what I always figure, like, you know I mean they laid back just like I am. I mean like like when I recorded when you when you heard Uncut Sapphire, I sound just like him, you know. But it sound but like I tried to put some hypeness behind my verses, but it didn't sound right. <laughs> it didn't sound right, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just stick with this. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sure they probably didn't try that too, you know. But I don't know. I feel like if you get on stage and rap like that, you are gonna sound dead. Then, then how do you recover from a motherfucker like DMX that gets on stage and just start barking for fucking 40 minutes and then praying at the end? Like, how do you compete with that in you Boldy James? Not saying that he can't compete with that, but how I always wondered how those acts versus, like, low-key acts versus, like, a high-energy artist. You know what? I never... I never seen Bodie perform. And the funny thing to that is when I was when I was at the What Was Sheen Gun Do uh concert, I'm at the bar or the concession stand, whatever you call it, that was serving the drinks or whatever, because it wasn't a bar. But Bodie was standing right next to me. Word. And we was laughing about some, and we chopped it up for a second. But Bodie sounds just like how he raps. 
I mean, I'd imagine so. I'd imagine if you come off, if I wouldn't imagine he laid him, back. I I wouldn't imagine him not being a laid back. I mean, I guess I guess that persona wins. I just you know, even with me being a laid back type of guy, and I've even made laid back music before. It just feels like um, uh, you know. If whenever I jump on stage, I gotta give like super, like more. I gotta be extroverted. I can't really be introverted, and it feels like, like that shit is so boldy. Shit is so low, so very white, just (laughs) smoothish. You know what I'm saying? It's like how, like even Rick Ross has high energy tracks. Boldy, like, like, like I haven't heard many high energy tracks or, or the stuff that's coming out lately has been more so driven to that that drawl in his sound, which is, you know, I just always figure like how how does he keep up with high energy? You know what I'm saying? And I guess it serves his purpose when you stand in your own lane and shit like that. Like you just too cool for the smoke. But shit. Well you not know. well not really that though, because Buster Rhymes, ODB you know, Method Man, you know, these these are cats that, you know, even Ross got high energy. Like when uh uh when I heard Rick Ross walking on air with uh with Meek Mill, you know, his animation was was accelerated. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm walking on air. Whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't see too many cats like getting body in, in songs like that other than Buster. Right, Buster set the tone for him and ODB set the tone for energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, but with a Wu Tang concert, you know, I just seen clips. You know, it's like ODB get the get the crowd hype, right? But he wasn't a hype man because ODB has some skill. Of course, you, you know what I'm saying. Of course. So like. You get ODB on on, on on stage, he get the crowd hype, and then boom, here come the music. You know, same thing with Buster. Buster just naturally had that energy, like, even with leaders of the new school. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you heard Scenario from Buster Rhymes, you know. But it, 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 it to me, it's always, it's, it's just that, like, like, when you're on stage, like you want to know, you want that crowd participation, that feedback. You know, you want the, you want to, you want to hear that, that, that. How, how, if you're a, such a, like a in a low, you know what I'm saying, monotone type of deal, you giving that type of show. How you know you getting that type of feedback? Like I and this and I'm not knocking anybody that that does it. It does it well. I just want to know how do you know that's being reciprocated? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like yeah. like how like you know you you know like when when the high energy guy is giving off the energy and the crowd is giving it back. You know what I'm saying? But how does the low energy guy know that the crowd is? Are they you know are they giving back the same type of? Are they giving back a higher energy? Like what? Like I, what? What type of frequency is the crowd on? And it, how do you? How do you know? Like, damn, I smoked that shit. It. I think, in my opinion, just like with anything in life, you get what you give. If you producing 
high energy to the crowd and you get them hyped, you get them amped up, you get that back. Look at Michael Jackson. He ain't even got to do nothing. He could walk out on stage, won't say a word, got his, got his, got his fedora cocked to the side, tilted forward. You know what I'm saying? And as soon as he walk on stage, he ain't got to touch the mic or nothing. Crowd going crazy. But that's Mike, though. You talking about a goat. We talking about Boldy James, dog. Boldy. <laughs> 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 I'm just about, saying. We talking I'm, about Boldy James. We not talking about Mike Jackson. No, but, but, but Mike Jackson, who the... Who but the, it plays into the same Mr. Energy. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, Mike... Oh, Mike, no, you can't compare Boldy to was, Michael Jackson. No, not at all. Grown as hell, fainting over Michael Jackson when he came out on stage. That's man. what I'm saying. I mean, full, full grown. Like, grown, grown. Like, like yeah, they was fainting. For Michael Jackson when he came out on stage, ain't... That that's I think that's a different type of. I mean, like, he, I think I think you had people pissing their pants when when Michael Jackson came out on stage. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm just saying, like like we like I'm not talking about a, a cat a, a cat in in that type of stature because that energy is 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 never going to be non-supplanted. Like it's always going to be there. Mike Mike had a crowd buzz, and like you said, as soon as he stepped on top. With the fedora on, like it was just. I mean, you got girls throwing their panties at Michael. I mean, ain't nobody gonna throw their drawers at Bodie James. I mean, unless they from the Lower East Side of Detroit, probably. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know too much about Detroit, but I, I'm oh, pretty I do. Sure. I, I I lived in Detroit for. for I'm pretty for about sure he's years. a local. I'm pretty sure he's a local hero. You know what I'm saying? He probably is. You know what I'm saying? Like some of some of the areas that he was talking about in his raps. You know, I've been through there. You know, Eastside, Gratiot, all of that. You know, uh, Belle Isle. You know, but when I was living in Detroit, I was on the West Side. I was I was in Southfield. You know, and before that, I was I was in like Refford, heavy. You know, like like how Cats used to link up on 79th and South Chicago or whatever here. You know, you know, back here at the crib. You know, in Detroit. You know, you had Rouge Park and you know, Belle Isle, you know, the back of Belle Isle was like 79th in South Chicago. It was like bumper to bumper traffic. You know, everybody, all the dope boys, everybody was just out with their cars. You know what I'm saying? It was it, it was a culture. Right. But how how do you. How could I put this? Let's be real, Cass. You said all this shit you just said about Detroit. Is fucking hogwash and gibberish to me. I don't know nothing about the streets you just named and none of that <laughs> shit. So I'm just saying, like, you know, I mean, me being from the south side of Shy, you know what I'm saying? Is the west side of Detroit like the west side of Chicago? Not at all. So I've been trying to explain people, like, across the nation that there is nothing like Madison and Pulaski. Nothing. Nothing. There's nope. nothing like the West Side of Chicago. Good and bad. I ain't shitting on the West Side. Don't 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 get me. I don't want to hear oh, yeah. all that shit. Shout out shit. to the West Side. Shout out to the West Shout Side. Shout out to all sides of Chicago. This is home. You right, know, right. But one big umbrella. But even though it's crooked, there is nothing like the West Side of Chicago. No matter where you go, oh, there's nothing like Chicago. Period. I feel like no, no matter all the cities that we I've ever been to, but 
it's something about the west side of Chicago is so fucking unique. But you know what though? No matter where you go, uh Dilla, uh when you tell somebody where you from, cause people gonna know you not from around where you at. And when you tell them you from Chicago, it's like it's like a whole different respect. Yeah. You know, even when I was living in Detroit, you know, people knew that I didn't talk like them or didn't use the same lingo or slang or whatever. You know, I was born and raised in Chicago. Like I said, I was in Detroit for 12 years, but Chicago never left me. Chicago was in my blood. So, like, anytime I would chop it up with somebody just on a whim or, you know, what have you. Oh, you not from around here. Where you from? I'm from Chicago. Yo, and it, it'll it'll never leave. That will never leave you, bro. Like, no, I mean it's it's it's. I've it's, been here too long. It's it's who we are, and I'm pretty sure everybody that's listening, you know, what I'm saying most of y'all are probably from Chicago too. So it's who y'all are. You'll never be able to outrun Chicago. It's 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 in our blood. Everywhere we go, they know who we are. They yeah. know what it is. You know. you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just that's just us. That's just who that's just who we are. You know what I'm saying? As soon as we step off the plane. It's like, damn, that's a Chicago nigga. You know, shout flat out. You know, shout out to Detroit. You know, and, and and some of my family members, you know, came from Michigan. Like not not Detroit, but like the country part, like Dwarjack or Cassopolis or or whatever. Like the beginning parts of Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, two two and a half hours out. You know, from from the state of Illinois. You know, but. You know, shout out to Michigan. You know, I, I I was there. You know, they they showed me a lot of love, and and my brother moved to Michigan. You know, when he graduated college, so I was always out there visiting. You know, and I I got to meet a lot of cool people along the way. You know, and, and people that was my brother's age with me being so young, they got to watch me grow. When I moved out to Detroit, you know, and and things happened, you know, I I jumped out the window and, and well, as uh, we all do, we all jump out the window, you know. Got married, you know. I was engaged, you know. She she didn't, my wife, you know, she didn't want to live in in Detroit, you know, and I get it, you know what I'm saying. But I had to uproot myself and uproot myself in one area. And plant myself back where I came from, right? You know, so, which is Chicago. You know that that's home. So uh, we gonna let the world know. You know what I'm saying? Right now, this is uh this is shotgun the pod. You know what I'm saying? Twelve gauge the pod. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we we Double came together. Barrel. Hey, it's your boy Trey Dillard. It's your boy. Got Castro here on the mic. You know what I'm saying? We here in the Claremont Lounge. We cooling it. We chilling. We got some um we got some tequila on deck. You know what I'm saying? Um Oh yeah, I pregame before I got up over here. I, I told you I, I gotta keep this energy up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Anejo five, my bros out there, they know what's good, you know what I'm saying? Um Yeah, cause if you drinking reposado, all you doing is representing. <laughs> Anejo is the upper echelon of of the tequila. So hey. it ain't it ain't no reposado over here. Yeah, so I, I first I wanna um I wanna give a quick shout out to um we got a couple of sponsors. 
we got a couple of sponsors. Uh, Trending Trays, who does your weed trays, your lighters. They put your logos on okay. there. Um, you know what I'm saying? They uh, they do your weed jars. Uh-huh. Uh, they'll put they'll do the whole package for you. You know what I'm saying? Make it look cool. I'm shouting them out on the IG page. We gonna put them on the IG link. It's Trending Trays. Uh, at IG. The other one is uh, I love all of the little things. That's who did the socks. She does candles. Uh, she does t-shirts. The uh, pressing. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, whatever you want, you want to put. Uh, you hey, she has a candle that's so good. It's I have it. It's a vanilla candle. It's in a Crown Royal bottle. It's 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 excellent. I love it. Hold on. So it's not Crown Vanilla. Nah, it's not Crown <laughs> Vanilla. Uh, but it's yeah, hey, hey, but it's it's a beautiful thing. But but those those are our sponsors. We'll we'll be shouting them out on IG all week. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know hey, what? You gotta go go visit them, support black businesses. You know what I'm saying? That's what we oh, are. Yeah, all that's about. what we all about. You know, and, and I want to give a shout out to to uh my sister, my sister Kathy. She she been doing her thing for a minute and 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 found a lane that that's working for you know big shout out to to lawn and order you know if your grass ain't right she'll get you tight you know what i'm saying go on her ig page lawn and order you know oh we definitely i'm definitely gonna do that because uh they do the mulch they do the side oh uh, yeah I gotta they get, do everything i gotta get you know my shit i gotta saying? get i gotta get my little lawn out here right i ain't, I ain't got nothing but about uh Eight by nine feet, but I'm a, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna, uh, I gotta get it right. We do a little, a little competition out here. <laughs> I was losing last summer. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get, I gotta get back right. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Even though I've been trying to get with it to, to get my crib together, you know what I'm saying? But that's how book she is. But they do solid work. So you know, if you don't, if you don't feel like mowing or weed whacking or none of that this summer, you know, get with Lawn and Order. They'll get you right. You know, and holler at Kathy. You know, tell her. Tell her your boy Castro sent you. She'll know who you're talking about. You heard that. That's Lawn and Order. That's I Love All of the Little Things. And that's Trending Trays. You, you know, know what? what? We're going to shout them out on IG all you, this week. You know, I want to give another shout out. I want to give another shout out. My boy Keith. My boy Keith Cole. He done started his own fashion line. He an ultimate hustler, though. I respect him. Righteous Hustle. Good clothing, hoodies, yep. scullies, snapbacks, hats, t-shirts, whatever. You know, he he about to take over the fashion game. And, you know, big shout out to uh, my boy Keith and Righteous Hustle, man, in the 13th floor. I already know what that means, but a lot of people might not know. But you got to do your research on that because I ain't going to give you all the information up front. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Righteous Hustle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's twelve gauge the pod. We in the building. Let y'all know this is uh this is uh it's been a long time coming, but it's been a joyous road. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Hey, we can't do nothing but salute. We trying to give flowers to uh, people that we believe are, are living legends. You know what I'm saying? You you out here, you making it happen. You know what I'm saying? You a certified hustler. You know what I'm saying? Or or or, yeah. or you what you're doing is you you're beyond. Just the hustle, you being a beacon or a pillar to our communities, and you know what I'm saying. So what we're gonna do is provide this platform, you know, to uh, get people to to speak their business, yeah. and we gonna come through and we gonna you know we gonna chill, we gonna relate, 
You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk some good shit. We're going to have some laughs. We're going to jump down memory lane, and we're going to have a good time, man. How you feel? Hey, ain't nothing like memory lane, man. You know, back when summer used to be the summer. Oh, man. Who you telling, dog? Hot weather, short <laughs> skirts, fly cars, fly jewels, everything. But it seemed like the last couple of years, man, summer been feeling like spring. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely felt like last summer, I mean, it was definitely like spring, but I mean, it was so bad because I mean, we was pandemic, so everybody was in the house. Like, I mean, I ain't really go nowhere. I ain't really do nothing. You know, all I did was just, you know, try to make sure home was straight, but man. Oh, yeah, you got to make sure home was straight because even like when, when people thought that the pandemic was rumored. Me and my wife, we we went to Miami and we was on a plane and we seeing all these people with masks on, you know, like we heard about it. But, you know, people just take a precaution as you should always take precaution in this life. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nothing promised, you know, but we out here willy nilly didn't know what was going on. Soon as we get back from Miami, soon as the month of March hit. Governor Pritzker, well, I think that's his name. I don't know. You know, I don't, follow, I don't follow these crooks. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, gave a whole whole speech, you know, about to shut the city down, you know, because of the pandemic. You know, we got to wear masks and everything like that, you know. And I was talking to my mom when it first happened. Yeah. You know, and she told me. Being cautious is one thing, but walking around wearing a mask, she's afraid it's going to be normalized. Like, this is how we going to have to live from no, absolutely, here on out. No, absolutely. I, and and I, I'm going to be 100% frank. We should have been wearing some form of mask a few years ago. I'll tell you why. I'll give you my crazy theory on why. Okay. Um, Because if it's one thing that this pandemic has taught me, is that, man, people are nasty. We knew that from jump. Nah, nah, I don't think everybody knew knew that from jump. Nope, I don't think everybody knew that from jump, dog. Nah, we did because I I went to Bar Louie in Hyde Park with with my bro K-Dub, and I ordered a chicken Caesar salad. I seen a little baby roach. Run across the bar. I'm telling you, I don't think that is people is people who think they are clean and they ain't nowhere close to being clean. It's people they they journey as 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 I don't know what, and and they ain't never gonna be clean. But they in their head, they think they're clean. But you know who we was talking about before we started airing? Was that Michael Jackson? He was wearing masks and all that for a long time. Well, yeah, he of course he was, but he was also a germaphobe. So, but still, he seen it coming. Man, we ain't gonna keep talking about Michael Jackson. We keep bringing <laughs> up Michael Jackson and like, everything we talking about. Anyways, man, let's get back to 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 uh, let's get back to it, man. Summer, man, when when summers was was summers, man, like like. You like, know, 80, I, 90 degree, 100 degree weather. Like, we don't even have that no more. I mean, we haven't. I remember when we did have it, and I was working, and I was working outside at the time. 
And maybe uh, I there were days that I wished that we wouldn't have it. Maybe my wish came true. What year was this? I mean, this was all like maybe about four or five years ago because uh, I used to be outside swinging hammers and long sleeve shirts. Oh, uh, the summers I'm yeah. talking about so, from the 90s. No, nah, I mean, this, it, <laughs> hey, hey. I'm talking about 90s hey, summers. Hey, you, you might not know, man, but I've been on some tough terrain where it felt like you know, it might have been 85 degrees, but it felt like it was 102 out there. And, and, oh, don't, and don't get and, me started so on that, man. I know. I, I felt so maybe. But but all in all, I think like, man, I feel like the way the climate of the world is today, especially the climate of the city right now, like it's so, um, you know, it's so chaotic. You know, it's, 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 it's such a we have like these underlying forces spinning its wheels on both ends. Uh, yeah. with with our communities and the police department. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, we want police have a job to do and our communities are seem like they're spinning their wheels and not letting the police do their job. But at the same time, I get it because what's the point of them doing their job if we got to get hurt? Like, we, we have to find some type of uh, silver lining and all of this, because how else are we gonna ever get back to having, um, you know, stable type of like that summertime vibe? I feel like that vibe. I feel like that vibe not gonna be, not gonna be present in this city, even if we have good weather, because it's so crazy right now. And see what, and see what that dealer, you know, I get that, you know, but us as citizens, we also have a job to do. You know, we gotta wear the mask. You know, we got to sanitize. We got to we got to protect ourselves. You know, you do and, and a lot of people aren't with the program because we are so used to just being free. And I feel like that's what everything casts. Like I feel like like bro, like like it's 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 just you know, we're never going to be one and unified like we like will. we like 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 I don't think so. I, I don't I don't think it's, it's gonna in, take time. We will. I don't think it's in the in in the nature for and I'm not just talking about black people. I'm talking about just America as a whole. Like I don't I don't think that we ever gonna get back on. Uh, we're ever gonna be on one page. It's it's always gonna be some type of of rebellion to some type of system. I mean, so so like. With the mask, thing, it's 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 see it's like prevalent in everything to me. It's like yeah. it's like with the mask, you're gonna have a group of people who don't want a mask. Then it's like with the with the police, you got people who's pro police and people who are against police. Man, ain't never everybody ever gonna be on one accord for one thing. You know who started that though? NWA. <laughs> I'm, Fuck the police. I mean, it's just it's it's but but I mean, but you know what though? It gotta be like that. But you know what though? This world was built on corruption. From from city to city, state to state, this world was built on corruption. We took, well, not us as, as black people, but people took from from other people to to build this nation. So, and that's a fact, you know. So, so we say all of that to say this: we miss. Summer, summertime, and what's crazy? I mean, we say, and, we, and, and what's wild is we only know the '90s. We know a little bit of the '80s summer. We only know the '90s. We only know the 2000s, and we only know 2010s. And then now, so for us to to say 
that we miss summers. I, I think that we kind of miss those days as um when we was kids where it where it like the summertime actually meant something. Where like it right. actually like holds some type of virtue Mary. in your heart. You know what I'm saying? You like, know, you 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 going going outside. Right. You right. know, from from the time you woke up and got dressed you was outside all day and you made sure you was home when the street lights came on so what do you miss most about that about that in general about missing the summertime like and, what do you and, miss most and not even being a kid just being an adult from from an adult standpoint because i'm i'm knocking on 40 you know what i'm saying but what i miss about the summer it just being out riding you know, music blasting, Lakeshore Drive, you know, just, just enjoying the sights of this beautiful city that, right, that right. we call home. And Chicago is a very beautiful city, but it's a lot of ugly people that encompass what we call home, which is why we have all the BS that, that goes on, you know, from... From the senseless looting and murders and and robberies and thievery, you know, like I don't respect you dudes for doing that. Y'all cowards. Yeah, I miss um, I miss I just miss being know, free. You know what I really miss the most, and this is gonna sound super egotistical, but Never. I miss I miss the Bulls winning championships. Well, you, well, well. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you I gonna that have was, to dig back in the crates for that. But one that was end. a some. Think about it. In the '90s, that was six six out of ten years. So that became a that that became a thing for us, fam. You you want to know what's funny about that, Trey? Oh four, I moved to Detroit. That was when the Pistons won their first championship, and I was there. Yeah. When they won, yeah. the city went crazy. That I, you know what? And I give, I was talking about the parks, Rouge Park. That's where I was when um, I actually I was I was driving. Uh, did I have my Crown Vic or did I have my brother's Lumina? Hey, side note though, side I don't note. Remember, side note. Does Detroit have nice parks besides Belle Isle? That's the only good park I know. That's... I mean, because this one thing like I- I've always seemed to notice about Midwestern towns, Detroit, Chicago, Milwaukee, um, we got nice parks. Yeah, I mean, Chicago got, you know, Millennium Park. You, you know, know and, and... But I mean, there's other parks other than Millennium Park than that downtown. Well, well you said nice. So... You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm thinking like, um, you know, Garfield, Marquette. Yeah, Garfield, Marquette, beautiful yeah. parks. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So Detroit, Washington Park is is phenomenal. I mean, well, I was really stuck to one demographic. You know, like I said, I was I was mainly on the west side of Detroit right. at the time. So, uh, in Redford, it's like East Town had a park. You know what I'm saying? So when I was in Redford, uh, it was Rouge Park, right? You know, but Rouge Park was on some, you know, hood type deal, like 79th yeah. South Chicago. That's why I made the comparison. Okay. But uh, you go downtown, downtown Detroit, 
it's like a ghost town, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I've, I've been, I've seen it when I, I mean, I've, I've, I've witnessed it when I, when I was down there before. I saw that it was trying to make like, uh, they were trying to do some, some, uh, like they were coming back some justification I mean, things. They tried, you know, but the mayor at the time, Kwame Kilpatrick, you know, he, he got caught up in scandals and this, that, and the third, and then, um. They they had, they had got some other person to take over as mayor. He was an ex basketball player. I can't think of his name right now, but you know, shout out to to the mayor. You know, if you still the mayor, but, uh, but I don't that, think he's the mayor. I think he I probably think, not. I think but, Trump just got him out of jail. But I don't think he's <laughs> no, the that mayor was Kwame no Kilpatrick. Oh he yeah, got, yeah, he got yeah, out of jail. Yeah, yeah. He uh, was the mayor before the no because. The uh the mayor of Detroit, he was an ex basketball player for the Pistons. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. So okay. I forgot his name, but you know, that's null and void. But uh being being downtown Detroit, you have Belle Isle. Right. Belle Isle was uh a big a big park. Like to get to it, you had to drive over a bridge. You know, but last I heard before I moved, they was trying to you know, treat it like a theme park, pay for admission. Oh, you know, word? that's what I heard. Like oh, I, I ain't been down there in a minute, but every time I visit Detroit, I'm on the west side. I'm I'm in Southfield, man. You know, chilling with fam. Man, I asked I asked about the parks as we was talking about you know summertime, uh, and, and just and just being nostalgic about going out and beautiful green parks and and all of that stuff. Like it just feels like. Like a lot of that, um, you know, that comes. That's like a lot of good memories of my childhood yeah. in the summertime comes from going to parks and stuff like that. That's why I ask. So it's like you know, yeah, you know, we, we waiting to bring summertime back. You know what I'm saying? Summertime will be here soon. You know, what we, I'm saying? and we talking about a real summer. We not talking about calendar summers. We talking about real summers where everybody on the block was barbecuing at some point or another, or you got the kids running up and down the block, you know, chasing each other, riding their bikes, or 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 the neighborhood kids pulling the 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 pull away rims out into the alley. Everybody playing ball, you know. These these are the summers that I remember that I grew up on. Yeah, I don't think we gonna get that. I I, I think this. I think I think we done flipped it to a whole new generation and a whole t- new movement. About, technology about yeah i mean te- i think yeah technology, technology does play a big part but i i don't think that uh like it's 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 just a little different now you know like like it you is, said we used our to, parents kicked us out the crib exactly fam like they we, kicked us out the crib like I go outside gone. and play yeah, i would i was i was out of the house by 9 30 because i didn't want to do nothing and you ain't come back home to about 5 36 the street lights came on exactly 5 36 you know what i'm saying and this was like clockwork you know what I'm saying? So I mean, and it, it and then, you know, that's just that's just what it was. You was on your own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I didn't even come home for you didn't come home for food or nothing. You was just out there. You was just. Oh, well, I you mean, came home. You was hungry in the motherfucker. You was hungry in the motherfucker. But I, I mean, at that time we was out. We was outside. We wasn't trying to come home to eat because we was just trying to keep on doing what we was doing but, outside. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. That's, that's but, what it was. But see, that was our youth. But then now you factor in, we grow, and now we driving. Now we looking for the car scene. 
Well, I mean, that's that's yeah, that's when I got older. I mean, that, that but that's what I'm saying. Dude, it still encompasses the summer, though. Yeah, that's 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 that to me is is so. I remember it. I I know. I, I even if I have a uh, uh, a good a great summer, it's never gonna be like those summers when I was a young buck. Fresh out of high school. Oh no! It, do, it, it, I mean, I was. It wasn't it, supposed to my be. My lifestyle same. is is so completely different than that. So I, it's it's that's not even registering to me anymore. And it's like a it's like an open and, and shut. You know what I'm saying? Book like even like I mean, it's just it's just what it is. But I mean, we were know, ch- we were chasing skirt. You know, we went. Of look, course, when when we got our driver's license. We was trying to get the parents' car and go out. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and I was blessed. You know, my mom got her a new car. And and, and folks, I'm going to tell y'all, you know, I wasn't the cat that was out here riding in, in the old school cutlasses and, you know, with the, with the choppers and all that. I had an 89 Civic. And I was proud of my Civic. And it was small. But you know what? Gas lasted me for a week and a half because all I was doing was driving to school and going home. But when I linked up with the fellas, we was everywhere. We was everywhere. 79th of South Chicago, 115th of Halston in the strip mall, where all the cars met up. You know, you had you you know, you had the the it was like it was like uh, live Jerry Springer. I mean, you know, it, you got the chicks pulling their tops down, you know, flashing or whatever. That was that was definitely um, some great times. Uh, I mean, we we did it. That's what we did. I, I mean, I don't know what the kids do now, but I know pop that. pills. <laughs> that's what they do now. <laughs> I mean, pop pills. I don't know what they. I don't know what Rob they do. niggas. Or where they go now? I mean, obviously, that, that obviously the they, they, they they still in cars. But I'm just saying, like you know, and y'all still in the wrong car. I mean, y'all little niggas need to understand something. If you stole a car, it was gonna be something big. I, if you gonna go to jail for something, if you gonna risk doing five six years for something. It may as well be for some big. Still a Bentley. Well, I mean, I, rob I, a nigga for a Bentley. I mean, I and th- I'm not condoning robbing, but I'm just saying. I don't think I don't think that you know a lot of what they're doing. It's not connected to the same vibes that we had when we were coming up. I mean, it might be some of it might be similar, but it's because the the their why. Is a little bit different. The motive than, was different than R Y, right? So the motive is different. So, but but we but in our era, when you stole a car or jack somebody, the, rob somebody, the attitude, the attitude is somewhat the same because we've all been that rebellion. Like we've all had that nature in us as young adults, oh, as yeah. teenagers. Like it's in us to buck and go against systems and to not give a fuck and to not, you know, say take heed to what anybody else is trying to say because we feel like we're invincible. We feel like we know it all. Like, so we've all been in those shoes. So that's why I kind of feel like, you know, we kind of have to do a little bit. You know, I always say this, man, the, 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 we need more love 
than anything else. We like do. we doing a whole lot of uh we doing a whole lot of like hating in this world, like and it's it's and like we keep quick to cancel a motherfucker, like you know what I'm saying? But but we and 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 so much goes on with without uh without knowing the full story of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you're so you, quick to jump on somebody for no reason. You know, and I'm gonna tell I'm, I'm gonna tell the world, you know. A lot of people might not know this, but he ain't put it out there, but I'm going to put it out there for him. Dilla is done in love and loyalty always, and that's what is lacking in today's generation. Love and loyalty. I feel like, um, you know... I didn't mean to put your, nah, put you your, put put your there, stuff man. out this, there like that, but thing. the people I, need to know. But I'm saying, in, in this, just in this conversation, like, you know, we, we got to... We gotta do. We gotta bridge the gap. Uh, I feel like if, if we're not, if we're not actively trying to bridge the gap with our youth, then they're yeah. gonna continue to go in the opposite direction. So we kind of have to do a little bit more bending backwards. You know what I'm saying? And and trying to reach and trying to reach out. Every every this ain't gonna say it, you ain't gonna have no bad apples. This ain't gonna say like you know but, it's it's some kids that's out here that's just straight wreck ball. But hey, if you save one or two kids, man, think about think about that. But you know, you know what, what though, I feel that. But but the the bigger the bigger factor in this whole situation was when they tore the projects down. I know you remember that. I definitely do. I was there. I was I was there too. I I was I was there on Lakeshore Drive when they tore the projects down and blew them up. You know what I'm saying? But but now you got these people that don't have homes. The suburbs was supposed to be a safe haven from us common city Negroes. You know what I'm saying? But when they tore the projects down. That was really the only place that they had to go because it was open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, you know, Cal City, Dalton, you know, uh, now it's starting to be Lansing and Homewood going to be next. But you look at Lansing, Cal City, and Dalton, that's the hood now. You know, I I left one, I left one hood, I left one hood in the city to try to go to a better neighborhood. In the suburbs. Right. For the sake of my kids and my family. But now that didn't turn into the hood. So now my hood mentality that I thought I had turned off had to be turned back on because nothing has changed. And nothing will change until we want it to change. You know, all of these movements, Black Lives Matter, the whole George Floyd, you know, my heart goes out to everybody. But when you use this platform as a reason to loot, steal, rob, not even even from the opposite race, but from your own people. Y'all was looting and stealing from your own people. Black businesses. I mean, that's it's it's it goes without saying. It's like I feel like ex- exactly how you feel when it comes to that, and people only jumping on a cause just to get 
they instant gratification and then getting out. Like, fam, that's got to stop. You know what? And, I, I, and I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. When this whole thing went down with the looting and all of that, I was at work. And yes, folks, I do work a regular job. You know what I'm saying? But I was at work and my place of business got looted. I'm not going to call out no names for, for, for legal reasons, but I was, I was trapped. I, I, you know what? I'm not even going to say trap. I was backed up in the corner for one where I was working at. I'm still there, but I didn't take it out on them. The circumstances led to what went on with that day when everybody was uh terrorizing the city. Right. I'll call it I'll call it the twelve hours of terror because it was happening in the city, in the suburbs, and downtown. Right. All day. Running up in joints. Right. I got caught up in my in my job. I was about, I was trying to leave the building. Right. Seven, eight cats come running around the corner. They looking at me. And I'm going to tell you what, people. If the motive was different from what they wanted to do, I would have been a dead man. I ain't had nowhere to run. My my back was up against the corner. My, my back was up against the ropes. And shit, I mean, hey, on some real... You know what I'm saying? You was a hero for that. No, I ain't no hero, man. I nah, man. Get your own flowers, I, man. You was a hero, man. I got, I, I, I got the scar. I appreciate it, bro. But I got the scars on my hands to prove what I went through from, from, from that day. You know what I'm saying? When I made it out the building, I went to the crib. I bore. I ain't even bored my house up, but, but I closed everything off. And I was sitting on the front porch with my AR-15. And yes, I am licensed. I am legal. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey, it's 12 Gauge the Pod, boy. That's right. Hey, we going to let you know. Um, let's 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 um, jump into something a little bit more lighthearted right now, man. Hey, do you, when do you remember taking your first drink? Oh, man. At which point in time? I <laughs> mean, I'm talking it's about a, the first. It's a I'm lot of about, firsts. I'm talking about the first. First family member, first time on my own. No, man, you know, the first time. It's you, a lot of firsts. The first time you had it. The first time you had a drink and you knew you was you was gonna like it. You know what, man? I tell you this one. My father had a vending machine business, and he had a vending machine at his job. So uh, he had he used to keep like two pints of MD twenty twenty in the vending machine at the bottom, so it could stay cold. Go to his job after school, hang out there all day, you know. Before I go home, be like, son. You know, you wanna you wanna nip. I'm a nip of what? He was like, this right here. Yeah, for sure. 
you know, I'm I, and and me being young, I'm looking at this as a as a bonding moment with my father. It was nothing that I took and ran wild with. It was just a bonding moment for me and my father. Right, right. So he cracked open the MD twenty twenty great, the purple. Right. You know what I'm saying? So me and him killed that pint. And he said, and, and you know when you got a real father. <laughs> this is when you know you got a real father. My father told me, because I was at his job and my house was like literally around the block. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was on 80th and Cal. You met my pops was at the cab stand on 80th and King Drive. Right. At the time. So I walked home. My pop said, when you get in the house, don't say nothing to your mother. She come up, give you a hug and a kiss. Just, just brush off and tell her you got to go to the bathroom. Right. And my father knew what he was talking about because when I went home, that's what my mother did. As soon as I walked through the door, she was in her room. She got out the bed. She was approaching to give me a hug, and I had to brush her off and say, Mom, hold on one second. I got to go to the bathroom real quick. So... I played it off like I went to the bathroom. We had the little Dixie cups, you know, next to the mouthwash and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So I filled it up with water and poured it in the toilet. And then when I played like I was washing my hands, I was really brushing my teeth and brushing my tongue to try to get the alcohol off my breath. And then after that, that's when I, you know, embraced my mom. You know what I'm saying? But 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 those are good moments. That I had at the crib, you know that that would, that was really my first drink with with my pops. That's but on the beer tip, my cousin Kyle. Yeah, I was I was at my aunt Joy crib. We had just got through playing basketball during back when summer was summer. Right. Okay. Okay. What we was talking about okay. one of them hot summers. We we was in the alley playing ball for like four five hours. Right. You know what I'm saying and. uh I was gonna ride my bike, uh, bike back to the to the house to my house, and right. I was sitting on on the front porch with my cousin. He came out with a Heineken. That was when I had my first beer. So I had my first wine with my pops, and I had my first beer with my cousin. So your first, your first, your first drink was some wine. Your first beer was Heineken. Mm-hmm. How how old you said? You think? For the Heineken, I was, I think I was about 17. But now, if you want to dig back into the crates on this No, 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 no. That's, no, that's good. No, no, no. I wanted to know when you, when you had your first drink and you liked it. Not when you had your first drink and you hated it. No, I didn't. No, one thing about me, everybody know that knows Kevin Castro Pilcher, yeah, I threw my whole government out there. They know I drink. But when I had my first real drink and I liked it, I was visiting my brother in Detroit. And we was at Rouge Park that I was talking about earlier in the segment. One of my brother's friends, his name is Charlie. I call him Uncle Chuck. He met me for the first time. He said, how old is this little nigga? My brother's like 14, 15. 
they was drinking Crown Royal. He said, you better put some Crown Royal in this little nigga cup. Hey, I had the crown, drunk it, and I liked it. See, that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you mine's. Um, man, I was, I had to have been around uh, 11, 12 years old. And, um, Ooh, you was younger than I was. Yeah, we used to, uh, my grandma used to babysit us. Not babysit us. We used to go over to my grandma's house every Saturday. Okay. So every Saturday night. Shout my, out to grandma. Shout out to my moo man. I love my moo Rest her soul. God rest her soul. It's been a long time. But uh, she, she, the things that I went through with her pretty much shaped me to who I am today. Good so, and bad. Good, well, I, and I'm telling you, they won't even say good and bad because it's all been good. My mom ain't oh, never been good. Hey, she ain't never oh, been yeah, bad. Oh, yeah, I know to me. she ain't, she ain't <laughs> gonna have no half stepping right so, there. Right, she ain't never been bad to me. So, so I tell you this much. So, uh, my grandma used to have us over her house every Saturday night. Yeah. Um, and you know, and then you know, we my parents pick us up on Sunday. Going back to Inglewood. Yeah, I'm from Inglewood. Yeah, I'm from- Shout uh, out to Inglewood. I'm from 14th, 15th, West 65th Street. South you know side. What I'm so, but I'm just going to let you know, but going back there and my grandma, every Saturday night, her and her sisters used to play either Bill Wiss or Poker Kino. Oh, my grandmother night, played Kino, bro. All night long. And so she taught- my brother, me and my brother, how to play beard with and how to play poker kino at yeah, a very I couldn't get with beard at with. a very young age. So I'm I'm I that is my that's my shit. I get down. Oh well, you're gonna be my partner so, when we play. <laughs> so and I kid you not, this is gonna come into play later. So we used to be their little bartenders. Okay. Me and my brother. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, you know, like on uh, yeah, Goodfellas. Uh, like on Goodfellas, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we knew how to make the drinks. So uh, my my aunties and my grand, my great aunties and my grandma, they do nothing but drink Crown Royal and RC. And, um, RC Cola. And oh. my aunt Josephine and Aunt Pearl, they would be slamming old style. Like that shit was going out of style. Now, mind you, let me tell you something Hold about. Up. Hold up. So Aunt Josephine and Aunt Pearl from the country. All my family from they they lived in the city at the time, but they all from the country. Okay, so, that makes sense so, now. So check this: so these women would play cards, mm-hmm. drink, gamble, would play playing pokemon all night <laughs> long on Saturday night, and still wake up and go to church on Sunday morning and praise God and praise God. <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. So, but they Saturday night. Oh, yeah. and I'm telling you, I know every, I know, that's how I know Al Green. I know Al Green from both my grandparents on both sides, from my grandfather on my mother's side and my grandmother okay. on my father's side. That's my grandma I'm talking about. And Luther Van, she loves some Luther Vandross and Down Home Blues. I, I know all the woman did love Luther. I know every word to Down Home Blues and, that, and I've never even ever played this song on my own. Not one time. I think that's when the granny draws got soaked. So you know as a what I'm kid, saying? so as a kid, you know that's what we was on. So man, one time, man, we was making drinks. My brother was like, <laughs> my brother was daring me to drink it, and um, I was trying to get him to drink it, and he was like, "Nah." And I took a sip, and uh, I was like, "Damn, this shit kind of good." You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So um, 
I I was I, at first I was like, but it's strong, you know what I'm saying? So that what backed me off because it was RC and Crown Royal, it was the pop. I was like, ooh, it's 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 good, but it's kind of strong. So I didn't really have another drink until maybe after I graduated high school. But the craziest part about it was, fam, you know when I first went to go pick up my first bottle of Crown Royal. Of course, I was underage. That's a whole other story. But right, right. So I uh, went. I, to, I went to, to call look, my bro on look, underage story. I went to pick up the bottle of Crown Royal, fam, and I was getting into it with the. Um, I was getting into it with the person because I thought that Crown Royal came with RC Cola. I thought that RC Cola. Came with Crown Royal, like I thought Crown it was a package Royal deal. Royal Crown, Crown, I thought backwards. it was a package deal. I thought <laughs> it was. So I'm in here arguing with the store clerk. I'm, I'm, and I'm underage. I'm japping because I think that RC goes with Crown Royal. Hey, japping that, that means going me, crazy. I was going nuts all because that's all that I saw as a kid. So I mean, that's I mean, I wanted to I wanted to put that little tidbit out there because man, they, hey. Just to let let you know that everything is connected, fam. It's all connected. It is. You know what? Hold on. Let me see if my man's answer the phone, man. He got a crazy story to tell. He got a crazy story to tell. Well, from 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 we when we was younger. Let me see if he pick up. And I want y'all to know, people. You. Hey, what up, K Dub? What's going on? Hey, you uh, you are the first person that's gonna be on our podcast right now. Oh shit! Damn, I'm, I'm at the bar right now. Hey, it's cool though. Hey, that's the perfect setting. Uh, cause cause me and uh my boy Trey, we was talking about the first drink, but I wanted you to tell the listeners about that story that you remember so well. Uh, which one? Oh damn! I forgot it was a couple of. I forgot it was a couple of. Uh, the one. You story or my story? Yeah, with 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 my father. Oh my god! All right, hold on, hold on. Let me let me go to the area a little, a little more subtle. Where you at? Man, we uh, I'm with Giselle. We went to Bourbon Street, man. So we we came over here and had a couple drinks, bro. Oh y'all! Oh y'all! Out doing it up. Yeah, man. I gotta call in tomorrow, man. I ain't, I ain't making this morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling in, bro. <laughs> hey, for everybody that don't know, this is my boy K Dub, man. I done known this dude for almost twenty. No, nah, it's going on twenty five, bro. It's twenty four years to the letter. Yep, the show is. Yep, 20, 20 plus. Yep. Yeah, 24 years to the letter. I met this dude in 1997. Hey, man, it's a blessing to have 20 year friends. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yep. Yeah, but 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 we 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 on the drinking topic, so I'm, I'm going to let my boy K Dub tell this little story, though. Yeah. Oh no, you ain't never going to embarrass me because I ain't got no filter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you, you talking about uh, what was it uh, the weekend before we graduated? When we, we, we went out, 
Pop was giving you them drinks. Yeah. Story, right? Yeah, that. Yeah, that's the story I'm talking about. Uh, shit. All right. Um, <laughs> you already know it's gonna be some yeah, shit. Shit. No, the, the shit that was crazy about that night, man, uh, was you called in, you called me. It was, you was like, man, you know, we're gonna, we gonna run out to Benigan's. Remember back in the day, Benigan's was Benigan's like, used to be. Benigan's used like, to be the shit. Like, nah, I already, I already talked to, uh, you yeah. Talked to I told him I'll pick him up. I'm gonna come pick you up. I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna drive. Like, man, save your gas money. I'll pick you up. I'm like, all right. You know, this is one of them nights where, you know, you volunteered to drive. You pick me up, you pick Ian up. And he was just like, man, Pop's having this little get together in Morgan Park. We're gonna run over there right quick. So we ain't thinking nothing of it. We're like, all right, shit. We're having a Pop's having a little get together. So we go over there, look get together. Yeah. Your Pops is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> this thing how you get fucked up, sweating and everything. <laughs> sweating and everything. So, you know, we up there like, man, what's going on? I was like, man, it's pop get together. Man, your pop's coming to be like, hey, young fellas, what's up? How y'all feel, young fella? Yep. Like, we okay. Hey, y'all about to graduate. Yeah, that's my dad. So we're like, all right, shit, we're going to have a drink. Yo, Pops has the nerd to ask, who's driving? You was like, Pops, I'm driving. He was like, oh, you're driving? You're drinking two drinks. I was like, <laughs> like hold on. Did you say he having two drinks and we having one? So me and Ian each had one drink. Man, JP's father gave him two drinks. He was like, you got this? He's like, oh, yeah, Dad, I got this. We looking at each other like, I don't know if he got it or not, man. Maybe. maybe I don't know if he got it or not. A week before we graduate? Shit. So shit. We had our drink. JB had his drinks and everything, and I, man, I don't know whoever your your father's friend was walked over. He's he like, man, who are these guys? He's like, man, this is my blood son, and these my other sons right here. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, Jack, you fucked up. He's like, you goddamn right, I'm fucked up, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> man, we had those drinks, but hey, JB, your your ass is fucked up that night. All I can say is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap up a story like this. Hey, we we made it. We can laugh at the story now. We can look back and laugh at it, man. That, that's a story for the book right there, though, bro. Hey, and I want I want I want to thank you for answering the call, man, because you you are the very first guest on Twelve Gauge the podcast right now. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you sharing that story and and putting a little bit of my life out there like that. But you know I, the the topic at hand, me calling you that that was the reason because. You know, everybody needed to hear that because it it was it was the first drink, you know. But but this one that this was the first drink that I had with my boys, you know. And I remember, yeah, that was the first drink you had with my. Actually, that was the first drink both of y'all had with my father. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, the last I think the last drink I had with your father was, um. It was the night I picked you and uh, your wife up from from the crib, and we went to the Red Pepper. Yeah, right, right, right there on eighty seven. Yeah, and I picked you up from uh, from the crib. I came upstairs and I chopped it up with your pops, and he was just like, "Well, where y'all going?" He was like, "Well, we, we gonna get up uh, the Red Pepper eighty seven. Yeah, I remember your pop saying, "He was like, well, have a drink before you go, young fella." I was like, "Okay, you know me, you say young fella all the time." I'm like, "All right, yeah." Hey, but that but that was a good memory though before he passed though, man, because my my whole my whole high school, college, 
in, in adult development, you know, my father embraced all of these guys, Trey. My my boy that I got here on the phone right now, my boy K-Dub. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My boy M, my boy Donnell, my boy Carl, my boy Giselle, my boy Anthony Silas. You know what I'm saying? He, he embraced all of my friends. Yeah, that's how... Uh... You know... And he was one of them old school fathers too. Like he knew what you was about to get into, right? But he was like, "Yo, take a drink to go." Right, you know what right, I'm saying? right. That's how my father was. <laughs> hey, hey, that, hey, hey. So, like that, that story the first time we drank with your pops, man. That that one was definitely a story for the book. Yeah, you know, so one of the stories you can sit back, look at, laugh at, you know. But honestly. You know, it, it was, was kind of rough that night. I ain't gonna put everything out there, but I'm glad it's a story. No, you, no, you can put it. Hey, <laughs> hey, this, this, this the podcast, man. You can put it all out there, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, this is the last part I'm gonna say, J Dub. But you and another friend of ours, I ain't gonna put his name on the air. All right. Your, your ass was a little lit. You was doing donuts in the middle of the motherfucking uh, police station. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> hey, you. Uh, you hey, that, ass, that, 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 uh, yeah. That that uh police station off one hundred and fifteenth. Yeah, yeah. I was doing donuts right in front of that motherfucker. I mean, well, if you if you never did donuts in a Honda, a Toyota, or or a Nissan, I don't trust you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, I don't I don't trust you. I don't trust. I don't trust Trey. You know, Trey. The crazy part about it is the cr- my other guy Ian that was riding with us. He hopped in the car with the other Guy like, well, I'm riding him like, so damn, y'all gonna leave me with the fucked up driver? Oh yeah, like, oh dude, all, all, all of, hey, hey look, I close my eyes. That, that that particular <laughs> night, that particular night that K Dub is talking about was when um uh a friend of the family she had a uh, a function at her school, so my father was there, so. We all caught up with my father up there, but it was right by the police station. And yeah, my father handed all my homeboys a drink. He gave me a drink for my father gave me a drink for each hand. Right. Because he knew I could take it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I overindulged. I was in high school. So actually I think we was on our way out to River Oaks to go to Hollywood Rice Barnyard or something. I can't even remember. Oh yeah, Bennigan's. We was going to Bennigan's. Yeah, because I had, dude. I told you I had the full right. beard and everything. So we was gonna try to get drinks up at Bennigan's. Right. We was gonna get Long Island's, but on the way up there, once we crossed the train tracks, I don't know what snapped off in my mind, bro. Uh, everybody got on the highway. I'm in the Honda. I pull up in the police station. I'm in a police station parking lot, bro, doing donuts in the parking lot. No, you wasn't. No, no, no. You wasn't in the parking lot. No, I, I was on the street. No, I, right. I take that back. I was on the street. My yeah, bad, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro, that's what I knew. I was like, man, I'm like, I'm not going to make it to graduation. Right, right, be- <laughs> right, right before the train tracks, Trey. Right before the train tracks, I was right. doing donuts in the Honda. Right. I, I, I remember that. I'm telling you, if you never did donuts in a Toyota, Honda, or Nissan as a kid or a young adult, I don't trust you. We live in that Fast and Furious. Remember that Tokyo Drift shit? I had a 92 hey. Toyota Corolla. I tried to do all that shit. I almost killed myself trying to do that shit. That was the 
Thank you. It was. And, and you know what? I'm going to tell you people. I'm going to tell the world. All my homeboys know that I'm crazy. I did donuts in front of the police station. A police station, people, at that time. I was I was a senior in high school. I did donuts in front of a police station and didn't give a fuck. And drove off. Didn't nobody come after me or nothing. We, we, we went on like business as usual. Yeah, K-Dub was a little nervous, you know, but... But these my day ones though. Twenty five hey, years in. Hey, but that's 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 when summer was summer though. But that's when summer was summer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, K Dub, I know I know you out having a good time right now, bro. Man, I I, I appreciate you answering the call. No, no problem, bro. Honestly, man, I thought you was calling. Let me know because even the weekend, like you did last year, like hey, we barbecue, so over the crib, bro. That's why I asked. Like, oh, oh well, hey. Oh well, that's hey. This is an open forum on 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 the podcast, but yeah, I'm I'm I, I'm a I'm a barbecue tomorrow. Just hit me up. <laughs> okay, okay. You better be doing them, uh, those lambs and turkey legs. Yeah. Hey, you, you better call my wife on now when she the one that's going shopping. Okay, okay. But uh, right, to, but yeah, but tomorrow I'm gonna go to the cemetery and uh see uh, my okay. see my pops for a minute. But I'll be in the city, so I'll ride down on you tomorrow. All right, bro. Yeah, cause I want to check out the crib. I see you, 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 you been uh, putting in that work. Yeah, man, it's coming along pretty good. Yeah, this gonna come on by. All right, for sure, bro. Tell, uh, tell Giselle I said what's up. I got you. All right, bro. All right, bro. All right. Peace. Peace. All right, man. Well, I think, uh, I think we need to jump into. Uh, Cause that was a good, <laughs> we hey hey man was summer was summer man that that was that was a beautiful day man hey man remember catch a girl kiss a girl yeah I do <laughs> fam all right man we not hey we gonna jump into I our... was Russell Wilson motherfuckers man but they weren't trying to kiss me though damn uh, I'm just saying man we 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 lived through some wild times man we 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 survived and we here and we flourishing. And so, you know, because of that, we are able to be here. And because we're able to be here, we're able to, you know what I'm saying, to shower everybody else with with love and flowers. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it real. We're going to do it, man. This this is what we're doing, man. This is this is 12 gauge the pod, man. If y'all ain't yeah. know. Do, 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 do. So we're going to do, um, we're going to do a playlist for every episode. Yeah. So. We gonna jump off. I'm excited off. about that. I know, man. We gonna jump off into this playlist. We gonna we gonna count them down. Uh, the tracks we did. We did eight tracks. You want to do two more? You want to do one more? One more? You know what? Yeah, yeah. I, I throw another you, one. You want on me? There. You want me to read them out? Or you want are you? Are you 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 want to say yours or how you? No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Read them out. Cool, cool. All right. So, hey, twelve gauge the pot. Episode one playlist number one: Nutmeg, Ghostface, and the RZA. Yes, yes, that was a most influential time back in the day when that album came out. Go, actually, Iron Man and Supreme Clientele, them albums changed my life, B. I mean, how could they not? I mean, Ghostface, you know what? And from, I'm not trying to deter too much from what we got going, but when Ray and Ghost did their versus battle, Ghost gave a lot of props to Ray. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, Ray, 
you know what I'm saying, you brought flyness to the game, man, and I was just trying to expound upon that, and, and, and I heard it in Supreme Clientele. I mean, you know, they, they, that, that brotherhood that they have is something, that loyalty, you don't see that nowadays. No. So, and, so, and we got so like that. watching, so watching that was on screen was, 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 was that's, that was touching. That even, was touching. You know what I'm saying? Even though Ray going ball, but you know, I ain't going to uh, you know, put it out okay, there Okay, like we going to jump into number two. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to throw, throw no type of salt on no legend. You know what I'm saying? No, you can't throw salt on that ball this uh, right there, boy. <laughs> hey, yo, number two, my pick. I picked Thug Life. This is Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle oh, yeah. featuring Young Re- Thug. Rest in peace this is to rest the dead, in peace man. To the Shout dead. out rest to Nipsey. Rest in peace Nipsey Hussle. The marathon continues, baby. Hey. It, it does continue. Shout out to Lauren London and, 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 and the babies, man. That was so, that, that was a tragic thing, but, but y'all making it through, though. Salute to y'all. I picked this because, I'm not going to lie, I picked this after the verses, after the, the Ghostface and um, after the Ghostface verses. With Raekwon, um, Nipsey, it was the anniversary of Nipsey's passing. So yeah. I'm listening to my favorite, my favorite album from Nipsey is Slawson Boy 2. Oh, um, was that a mixtape? Was that... It was more of a mixtape, but oh. he owned all his masters, so that shit is like album So anyway. it didn't matter if it was an EP, yeah, LP, it don't, it don't matter. It, right, that, that was just an official it's joint. It's an official joint. Got so, it. So, but on that joint... Nip got two songs with Young Thug. And a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, a lot of cats my age, you know, some of us rock with Young Thug, some of us don't. He a bit eccentric. Yeah, but, I'm the one that don't. But the one thing about this, though, is, uh, my bad. Hold but on, these what was two, that you was playing I, that's right now in the background? That's something for later on. What was that? You go, you go. No, 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 no. It's an accident. I accidentally hit a track on the playlist. But, <laughs> but about that Nip Hustle, about the... About Nip Hustle, about why I picked that track. Nip Hustle and Young Thug got two songs on there, and both yeah. of them are like home runs. And I looked at it like, man, I just witnessed one of the iconic duos in hip hop, like do damage in a versus, show love, and it was iconic. I'm listening to these two tracks with Nip and Young Thug, and I'm thinking, damn, like they had some chemistry. Like yeah. it was, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was a little different, but it was some chemistry. Whoa, 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 whoa. It was some chemistry. So, you know, they, they, they definitely did that. So. You got it. All right. So we're going to go ahead and um, the third joint. It's Frank Murphy, West Side Gun, Stove Guy Cooks, Flea Lord, and Esty Nash. Esty Knack and El Camino. Well, everybody's on here and Smoke Dizzle. This is a joint right here. This is one of these, uh, man, if you a fan like I am a Griselda, man, you, you gonna fuck with this. This is a crazy joint. So next on the um the playlist we got suicidal thoughts by the notorious B.I.G. This was my old school pick. I was feeling this uh this week. I don't know why it calls to me sometimes. Sometimes I just feel like singing this fucking song 
Hold word on, for word. Murphy, yeah, man, that was your pick. Yeah, that Frank Murphy, man. Hey, with that biggie though, that that's that demo. You know what I'm saying? After that, we got Crowns for Kings, Benny the Butcher, and Black Thought. You know what? Black Thought hey. really killed this 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 song, man. I think he outshined Benny the Butcher on this song. I mean, uh, well, lyrically. It's, it's Black Thought. Yeah, Black, Black Thought. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So 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 a lot of people have a lot of problems. With how they rank Black Thought in, in the echelon of hip hop lyricists, he's but up there. He's up there. He he's up there like with Feral Monk. Like he's up there, up yeah. there. Like he's up there. And and then what you got to think about it right now at this point is longevity. Yeah, the Roots been out for a oh, long yeah. time, fam. And not only shout they out to out, the Roots. Not only they been out for a long time. When they used to tour. They used to tour. Oh, they yeah. used to kill it. You know what? So, sh- shout out to Benny Westside and 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 the whole Griselda camp. You know, I, you know we gonna be. You know, you shout know out to Esty Nack, Stove Guy Cooks, El Camino. You know, uh, Inf Mob Flea, Keisha Plum. Shout out to all of y'all. So, you know what I'm so saying? my next, my next, the next pick is my pick. Uh, it's Night by Earl Sweatshirt and Domo Genesis. I just happened to stumble upon this joint. Uh, sometimes I listen to, I love, I love, I'm a Tyler, the creator fan, but I got to get into the rest of their crew because this, they drop joints like these and I know they've been dropping joints like these. And that means I got to dive back into this catalog, fam. Yeah. I got to get into it. You know what I'm saying? Cause this right here was something nasty. And, and, and we, and when we get off, we going to play this because I think you got to hear this, but it's on the playlist. Got so. It. Next on the playlist is your pick, Master Farah Muhammad, Busta Rhymes, and Ricky Ross. I say Rick Ross, but Master Farah Muhammad. I'm sorry, I I just dabbled to the 120 lessons of life. Yes, sir. You know, and one quick thing about Master Farah Muhammad, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know that he was an opium dealer. You know what I'm saying? And they raided. The most, the most prophet Elijah Muhammad, they raided his house in Chicago. Yeah, looking for Farad Muhammad, but he was in Detroit. It's funny how the Midwest play into all of these gangster moves. You know what I'm saying? And Master Farad Muhammad was a was a good song pick for me because not only because of Buster Rhymes and and Rick Ross. Shout out to Buster, shout out to Rick Ross. I've been listening to them for a long time, but once I really did my research on Farah Muhammad, you know, it was it was a lot to be said right there. Yeah. So I understood. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out, you know, shout out to all the brothers. You know, and everything like that. You know, peace, God. You so, know? <laughs> so my, uh, the last pick, I got a. I'm an R and B dude, so I, um, this joint called "Roll Some More" by Lucky Day. Now, this might be old to some of y'all, but this is new to me. And let me tell you, his whole album well, painted it's new to me because I don't know about it. Painted, 
I've been listening to this shit for about three days straight. I'm mad at everybody for not telling me how cold this is. I'm just so upset. You know, I'm going to tell y'all people. I, I don't even listen to R&B. I listen to Dusty's. Man, this is this is it. This, hey, if you listen to, to Dusty's, which I, of course I do. I'm talking but, about Dusty's but, when they was playing them on 1390 AM. Did you know real music when it hits you? It, this, that, that, that's this, a fact. This is real music so i hey hey this this dude right here so hey so we gonna do a bonus pick i'm gonna put you on the spot one more song to pick who you got one more song to pick hold on let me grab my phone man you know. oh man i said put you on the spot you said you gotta grab your phone no, you know you, you know i listen you know i listen to a whole lot man you know griselda been my thing bro griselda been my thing man Money Puddles by Stove God Cooks. Ooh, Money Puddles by Stove God Cooks. Let's see. Let's pull that up right quick. It got it got a seventies feel to it with the beat. Every time I hear that song, I think about Casino, the movie. Ah, ah. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. So I'm a um. Man, it's kind of it's kind of crazy because I kind of want to go old, but then I kind of want to go. I mean, my I kind of want to go I, new. I have a variable plethora of of music that I dabble into, so it's like all genres rolled up into one. You know what I'm saying? But mostly, people for me when y'all get to know me, like I listen to rap and hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I listen to Dusty's. Like, my father, he came up on Classic Rock, 97.1 The Drive. I listened to that for years growing up. You know what I'm saying? Classic Rock is my thing, too. You know, uh, Sting and The Police and David Bowie and, you know, all of these other guys. But it all encompasses what makes me who I am because I can listen to everything. Of course, of course. So, I mean that's that's just that's just how life, you know, yeah. presents itself. Like it's it's gonna give you a lot of different flavors, and what you you know what I'm saying pick out of it next is gonna be a compliment of, of of what of what all that you have all heard and, and everything that you've experienced. Yeah. So I say that to say, a I think it's about to be a warm up. I'm feeling really good. I'ma go. Um, I'm feeling extra good right now. My last pick. I'ma go Larry June matching with Harry. Drunken uh, Summer. Hey, I can't. Um, I can't lie. That's that's the playlist. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we tell you every time, man. This is Twelve Gauge the Pod, boy. Twelve hey. Gauge. Cash on trade dealer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, you want to leave him on a good note, man? You got some good words and aspirations for everybody out there? Hey, it's all done in love and loyalty always. And you that, know that. And you that's know Dilla's that. motto. And, you know that. and I live by it. I live by it. I die by it. I wouldn't do nothing that I wouldn't put on anybody else, man. You know, you can do anything in this world. You just got to be willing to do it. Hey, well, that's what's said, man. This is uh, Trey Dilla. 
the word of affirmation is done in love and loyalty always, yes. man. Hey, I'm out, man. I've had a wonderful time, man. Hey, Castro, how you feel, man? You ready to knock some joints out? Man, I'm ready to knock some joints out, man. I'm feeling extra good right now. Oh, okay, man. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Let's get, let's get to it. Let's get to it. I'm sorry. Your time has come. Your time has come. <laughs>